Get your head in the game, Wildcats, for your final season of Pod Talk Jam and Break, recapping High School Musical, the musical, the series on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. I am the one and only Mrs. Darbus to my friends, Coach Bolton. I am Felipe, the Brazilian Dragon. And as always here um, on this edition of the Brazilian Dragon, we got our Sam Davis, a.k.a. Coach Bolton. Coach Bolton, what are those two kids doing up in a tree? Felipe, how's it going? It's been a long time since I've potted. It's been a very long time. Uh, well, I guess it's been the same amount of time since I potted with you. I believe that was the last podcast I did at all. And it was on the season finale of season three of High School Musical Musical Series at a camp that I've already forgot uh, the name of. Because it was so Camp Shallow Lake was so unmemorable to me that I don't <laughs> even remember the name. But that was the last uh, podcast I did, so I'm excited to get back at it. I'm excited to be back with you. Like, we were bonding a little bit in the pre-show, but like... We've texted every once in a while, but this is yeah. the first time like chatting with you in a hot minute. Like off air, I also have to ask about all your adventures that you've been up to. Like you went to a new continent. I, I did know if that was your first, first time. time first time for me going overseas to Europe. Uh, explored Paris and explored a little bit of some different parts of Germany, and I loved it. Absolutely would move there. I think as this country continues to burn down, Europe uh, seems more and more appealing by the day. So I agree. And you went to uh, a waffle factory or a, a pretzel factory or something uh, that I don't believe. I believe Will might have done some things uh, like that. I didn't know sort of pretzel too. factory, unfortunately, or waffle factory. He during his three, he had three full months abroad while he uh, researches more math that we have yet to uncover. Uh, yeah, he did all sorts of traveling and exploring and got to see all the great things that Germany has to offer. It's been almost as long since I've podcasted with Will. I feel like I have I podcasted with Will this year. Yes, right before he left. But the Phineas and Fur podcast kind of came to a halt, but we do have plans to get yeah. back on that. I'm excited. Uh, I've been, been busy. Navi moved. Will was across in a different continent. I've been depressed. So, but I'm back at it. We're all we're of these things are very normal things. Yes. All of these are the human experience. Moving, depression. We've all been there. Yeah. Um, but we are not here to talk about uh, Sam's adventures. Although, honestly, I'm here for more stories. If you ever want to tell more stories, Sam, just tangent. You know I love a good tangent. Um, but we are here to talk and preview what to expect here on High School Musical, The Musical, Season 4. Uh, sorry, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Season 4, which now we know is the final season. Just to give some background, uh, it will drop all at once on August 9th, the first time this series is doing this binge model format. Um, and I believe it is another eight episodes. And we'll talk more details, but Sam, first reactions. Because last year we did not know this was going to be the final season. Although I think both of us were kind of ready for the, the wheels to stop. Yeah, we, we felt like it was wrapping at least um, as it you know was initially conceived in season one. I certainly don't think they expected Olivia Rodrigo to blow up the way she did. And Joshua Bassett to an extent blew up and kind of surprising that he stayed on for four seasons as well but it is definitely you know as they have made these actors and actresses famous um i think the show has just gone you know they have dictated the show based off that obviously 
Uh, we would have loved to have four seasons of, you know, Nini as the main character, but we didn't get that for uh, great reasons for the culture in our real world. Uh, but unfortunately, I believe it has made them, you know, change up their plan with the actual show. And they've, I think they've done a good job of adapting. It is very interesting to me that they've decided to drop this whole season at once. Cause that's like you said, not something they've done before. And to my knowledge, it's not really something Disney plus has done for really much of anything. Yeah. It's, it feels newer. I feel like it's probably not the first time they do it. I want to say diary of a future president RIP mm-hmm. might've done this. Um, and maybe the Doogie Howser spinoff um, where she lives in Hawaii. And I'm not going to try to even guess what the name is because I don't remember. Uh, I do- believe it's Doogie, Doogie Kamilo. Yes. Okay. Something like that. I, I did have to Google it. You are correct. It is that. Um, but I was like, I'm just going to say something and not know what I'm talking about. But uh, I think that might have also done an all day job. Gotcha. And also, I am aware that. Secret Invasion, which I have not seen any of yet. I'm just going to binge watch it all when mm-hmm. it's done. But they are doing weekly. Loki Season 2, which, ooh, what a can of worms we don't want to unpack. That's not this mm-hmm. podcast, uh, <laughs> knowing who's casting it. But right. uh, that is going to be weekly. But then I believe this Echo show is going to drop all at once as well. So I think yeah. they're trying to pivot and try new things over at mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the corporate overlords have you know studied what they believe will be most effective. And for whatever reason, they settled on this for this final season of high school musical musical series season four and i guess we'll we'll find out why we'll see if i'm able to get through you know will i prefer to binge all eight episodes at once will it pull me in like that i'm not sure um will i be will i finish it over the course of two weeks will i get through a couple episodes and be like yeah i just didn't care anymore mm-hmm. um, yeah so we'll see i'm curious to see what happens however i will like listen we at least the first season. I love the first season. I think the second season also I hold very deeply. Season three was a little rocky. Um, season two even had some rocky moments. But like I mm-hmm. still have a lot of love for the show, uh, flaws and all. And that's the reason why we're even podcasting about it. Because like at the end of the day, we like we don't necessarily always hate watch the show. There's a lot of love we have for this show, but also mm-hmm. a lot of frustrations that we feel. I think the binge model might actually be a good thing for this final season. And... Um, Maybe the flaws that I have noticed in the writing and that we've pointed out on this podcast series might not be as highlighted um, in a binge model where we don't have to think about it every week. And also just to be transparent with the listeners, we are not going to be doing a weekly episodic recap or of each episode this season. I mean, it can't be weekly anyways, because it's all going to drop. My goal is probably to binge watch it, do like a recap podcast, the first thoughts, then like maybe do like some roundtable discussions with people and then edit that all into one big podcast. And then uh, some like retrospective stuff, some shenanigans at the end. And we'll talk more about the schedule later on, but I think it will be harder to like, the flaws will be less apparent in a binge model mm-hmm. versus like, we, I won't think as hard about the flaws as I did week to week thinking about the show and podcasting about it and like critiquing it. No, 100% agree. I think you nailed it on the head. It was probably an unfair lens to, you know, look at the micro levels and nitpick the writing of a show like this. And yeah, when it's all binged at once, we will probably just, you know, see it over the course of a couple days. You know, it's going to be 30 minute episodes, maybe the finale is 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. Um, so watch it over the course of a couple days. We will just look at it for the big picture that it was meant to be. Um, hopefully that is a more enjoyable experience than like you said, season three was. 
Um, even if it is on par with season two, then you know I, I would consider that a win for this show. I don't think I've ever asked you. Are your rankings one, two, three? Um, yeah, I think that at this point I'd have to go with that. Like I said, season three, couldn't even remember Camp Shallow Lake. Um, a lot of unmemorable moments, a lot of uh, storylines that did not go the way that I thought was earned for some characters. Um, season one, like you said, started out wanting to just you know hate watch the show and just make fun of how corny and bad it was going to be. And it turned out like I just, I just enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. And um, I thought Olivia Rodrigo was a star and she turned out to be. And all the rest of them, I think, are, are stars in their own right as well. Not to the level, not to the extent that she has become. But they were certainly like, they were a, a high quality cast they put together of largely um, unknown teenagers for this show. And I think they, yeah, season one was done really well. Season two, um, they had to deal with a little bit of the, the changing of stardom for the actors. And then season three, it kind of, you know, finally came, came around full circle and bit them. So we'll see if they can get back on through season four and close it out on higher note. Yeah, no, I've been thinking a little bit about like, I'm not going to be, I'm not even going to lie to the listeners if we have any. Um, I don't think about the show frequently. Um, like it's a show that I like bop around and enjoy when it comes on, but like, it's not something that I think critically of, uh, between seasons. Um, I definitely have probably right. given this upcoming season a little bit of thought because of the, all the big casting news and also um, the fact that I just hope there's some bangers. But uh, it's, it's, an, it's a show that I think has soured a little bit, especially season three. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I left the finale, remember being really high about like how they closed that circle. But mm-hmm. I, I think the show has been hit hard uh, the pandemic definitely like hit it um and i think that might have been one of the reasons why i gave season two a little bit of a pass but then like with olivia rodrigo blowing up as she should she's a queen um i think they definitely had to reworkshop some of the plans um i'm kind of surprised it's ending with season four already i thought they were mm-hmm. going to try to at least push it to five or six um but i guess they don't really have a ton of runway that said yeah, this- i think i think they're but- even Along with some of obviously Olivia Rodrigo not being there, but you know Joshua Bassett has been very big since the first season, and probably could have done other things besides this show. And I mean, he's you you can use Instagram followers as a pretty good barometer of stardom for people these days. And he has two and a half million Instagram followers, and that's just like an insane amount. Um, so he the fact that he stuck around for four seasons is kind of impressive. Um, and then I think everybody else is just like, yeah, it'd be awesome to have a, you know, a, a college musical series spinoff, um, a la Saved by the Bell. But, you know, would, would Dara Renee be open to doing that? You know, what, what all goals do they all have? It's like Julia Lester is already, I mean, she's on Broadway right now. She's Tony nominated now. Um, yeah. Dara Renee could be doing the same thing on Broadway. So, I mean, they're just all so talented. I know Darren is making attached to like Disney. the new Descendants movie also. Yeah, so. yeah, she has some other Disney Plus things in the works. Um, I'm sure that Sophia Wiley has a ton of stuff in the works. Like they, they all just, yeah, they probably have a lot of things better to do than to continue making High School Musical offshoot franchise MC H HSMCU movies TV shows into oblivion. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna pull up the People magazine article. Uh, by Kelsey Gibson. We're going to cite our sources um, from a couple weeks ago. 
uh, and just like uh, they have uh, some important stuff about like who's returning to the cast. So uh, we got Joshua Bassett, Ricky, uh, Sophia Wiley, Gina, Daryl Renee, Courtney, Julia Lester, Ashlyn, Frankie Rodriguez, Carlos, Kate Reindeers, Miss Jen, and Leomani Segura, Emmy, who are going to be returning. Um, we also don't really know what's happening. I think we saw Jet and Maddox in the trailer, mm -hmm. but I don't know how much they're going to be there. Yeah, it and the, the, the picture of the, like, what would be probably poster art, um, it does have Jet, Maddox, it has uh, EJ, it has the two new characters, it has Big Red in the very back, very small um, it and has, it does have Seb also, who was. I didn't it does know. have Seb, so we will at least get them in some capacity. I feel like just in all the pictures, we are getting absolutely no Larry Sapper scene anywhere. We at least have one picture of uh, Joe Serafini sitting at the piano singing a, a duet with Carlos, so we at least know he will perform some. Who knows how much of Big Red we are going to get, but they they are at least in this poster art for the show. Mm -hmm. um i gotta ask you olivia rodrigo cameo in the final episode do you think or not do you think i mean i feel like maybe i just want to be a little too bold here but i feel like we're gonna get a some olivia rodrigo i feel like and even being even more bold i feel like maybe we'll get a zephron and a vanessa hudgens i mean last summer i feel like that would have leaked yeah see i probably and maybe it's a little too on the nose that they both went and visited East High. But it was last summer. Like, it was around the time they would have been in production for this show, probably. They both just happened to visit. Maybe they just wanted to stop by the set and see their friends, Corbin and Monique, uh, on set. But, I, I mean, I How feel like maybe... in Lucas Gray Beal. Yeah, well, <laughs> Lucas Gray Beal is definitely... I mean, he is, so, he is in this one. He you is, said Zephron, you been, said Vanessa. Ashley Tisdale? I mean, I feel like Ashley Tisdale is not too big of a get. I don't know. There, there might be personal reasons that all these people have. I'm, they're being, you know, a part of the Disney machine as a teenager. Uh, if anyone had any sort of horror story that made them not want to be a part of any of this for any time in their future, I would understand it. We haven't heard any of that stuff, but um, I would, I would think this show is not too big for Ashley Tisdale. But you never know what's going on behind the scenes with anyone. So yeah, I I could I don't know. I maybe I'm just like I don't know exactly when they went to East High. Was that like how early in the process was that? Was that still during pre-production or was that during physical production? Because I remember we were talking about it um, when it all happened. And then, yeah, it was, like, it was around like last September. So yeah, who who knows what their yeah. production schedule also, is? They could have been old photos that they just posted just for right because they they, they were posted. Post a month apart, Vanessa's and Zach's pictures were posted a month apart. But were they there at the same time? And he was just posting an older picture. Like you never know. Celebrities are obviously their their social media is much more curated than the layman like we are. Uh, so who knows what their publicist decided to put out and when? It was all very calculated, I'm sure. And yeah, it, a lot of it probably means absolutely nothing. But we can, at least for you know a brief minute on a podcast, we can hypothesize. Um, yeah, we also get Carbon Blue will be back, as will Lucas Rubio, who was in season one, and Casey Stra. Um, but uh, we did get Monique Coleman, 
Bart Johnson and Allison Reed are all set to appear on this season. So um, the original co-stars from the series. What is Alessa Rulin? I think I said her last name wrong. Kelsey, what is she up to these days? I honestly have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Um, but yeah. Uh, no so idea. I'm trying to see what she's up to. Is she in, and she works at, I'm trying to find this stuff. Googling on a podcast is a great idea, right? Yeah, um, it's always great on audio medium to just let people hear you not say a single thing and just click clack away at your keyboard. It's always good. The people love it. Um, but yeah, I I would love to see any any character from the original high school. If we could get Zeke back in this, give me something. Like that's that's great. We'll, we'll take anyone we can get. We love. I, I'm service. here for Zeke, especially Zeke from HSM and not Zeke from Wizards of Waverly Place. Like no no shame, but like I feel like <laughs> Zeke from. HSM is more in line with the Disney marketing these days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know what the uh, Zeke from Wizards of Waverly Place has been up to. I believe days. I did see a video of him the other day. If that is the that is the adult film actor, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, I did see that, and good for him. He seemed very happy and yeah, really well. As long as that, he's happy, so. but I don't think Disney wants that. <laughs> Disney's probably not bringing him back around. Yeah, um, they also had um, they. They announced that High School Musical 3 will be the musical, which, I mean, it's kind of tacky and cheesy, but that's kind of what the show is. But yeah. it's also like, no way in reality would this ever work, but I'm trying to suspend my disbelief and not be negative already. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting um, how they pull... We, we, we've already talked about this show getting a little too meta and not having maybe the, the want to to put in the legs to make that all make sense. Um, like with the documentary going on during season three, it was already skeptical, or I was already skeptical that they would be shooting the hypothetical uh, High School Musical 4 movie during the shooting of this season. But now to throw in the fact that the high school is doing a production of High School Musical 3 while the world is doing the movie of High School Musical 4, I'm very interested to see how the mechanics of this plane are going to work. And I'm just annoyed if there is actually not going to be a High School Musical 4 because I like I understand this is a fictional setting, but that's that's where I would want like Zach and Vanessa to be back. And maybe like this was all just a setup for what is actually going to happen in High School Musical 4. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And that mm -hmm. might just be me wanting and not what we're actually getting. Um, while you were speaking, I did have the thought. This just feels like a big fan fiction that came to life, right? Yeah, honestly. And if, if it is the brainchild of someone who is just obsessed with High School Musical and was writing fanfic in their bedroom since they were 16 years old and now have grown up well, with the ability... I think it's an older guy who's the... If, if this is Tim Federley's, uh, you know fanfic, then happy for him as well. Did you ever watch um, Better Nate Than Never? I did not, no. Yeah. I'm, uh... Oh, he's an Academy Award nominee for the Best Animated Feature Film, Ferdinand. Tim Federley? Yeah, he's 43. Okay, he's also a children's author. Interesting. Do you think we can get him on the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Me and Tim are tight. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway, so let's, let's, uh, do you have any big, strong, bold predictions or anything you want to see, whether it's songs, whether it's storylines? Because I have one ready to go, if you want to think. Um, no, I got to be honest. I never even saw High School Musical 3. So I couldn't tell you what Will you songs watch it before would... the season? Will I watch it before the season? Yeah. Um, what I have, a month? Yeah. It's yeah, a month to I... today. I'll give it a try. 
give it a try. Maybe, There's some good bangers in that song. Yeah, like, um, I know some people. People love the music to it. Uh, my wife is currently out in our living room beating friendship bracelets uh, to go see Miss Taylor Allison Swift uh, next weekend. So maybe after I hop her? off this podcast, I am not. She's going with her mother. Slay. Um, but maybe after I hop off this podcast, we'll watch High School Musical three so that I can be familiar with with the original text do you have any takes about taylor swift and taylor lautner like the because i saw a funny tweet which r.i.p twitter i feel like it's like we said that for a year but i feel mm-hmm. like who knows i feel like it's starting to wind down uh but i did see a funny tweet that was like uh priyanka would never allow miley and nick to be in the same room together yeah no i'm, I'm happy that they can all you know be mature adults and that you know the exes that you had when you were uh a young adult i believe yeah i assume they were they were probably early 20s when they dated so glad that they can though they can both be uh mentally stable and well enough that you know they can hang around each other because it is really funny if you didn't know that taylor lautner's current wife is also named taylor lautner um her name's taylor and then she took his last name when they got married so they posted a really funny picture of the spider-man meme of taylor taylor and taylor all pointing at each other and it's just great that people can do that and, you know, rekindle old friendships and, you know, not uh, have to, you know, be so, so toxic in the Hollywood dating culture. So that was fun getting to see them. I don't know why Taylor Lautner had to do a backflip down the, uh, what do you call it, catwalk. Um, but it, it was awesome. It was very athletic and I'm proud can of him. Can you do a backflip? Oh, no, absolutely. I can't even do a backflip like on a trampoline. I'm fairly athletic in most senses but We're i cannot do diving board no i can't i can front flip but backflips for some reason that that is there like the hurdle. anxiety like you can't like i guess flip. it's yeah. worried about i, I was always jealous of the kids who could do backflips because i was too scared to try i was like yeah, i same. will face plant um yeah. uh so happy that at his age taylor lautner can still do that yeah so um when i promote this podcast on social media i'm going to say tired taylor swift wired taylor mckessie there we go um so uh in terms of what I want to see, which will definitely not happen, I would love Gina to dump Ricky and go marry Courtney. That is what I want. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Um, but we won't get that. Um, in terms of songs, I, we do know that I thought it was AI at first, but then it was confirmed that uh, High School Musical will be done in the opening episode, I believe. Right. And uh, they also are doing, uh, like, they're taking their own original song and redoing it. Born to be Brave will be done again. It seems like this is the anthem of the show. It's the um, the loser like me of the Glee Cinematic Universe, if you will. <laughs> um, so they are going to redo it. And um, without Elrod, that feels a little sacrilegious. But also, mm. I remember last year when they had Olivia Rodrigo driving off at the final scene, and she's listening to the song on iTunes. I'm like, what? This breaks my mm. brain. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I don't have anything else to say other than we're excited for the season. We have some plans, and we can talk about the schedule. But before we do, I do want to go over some HSMTMTS news. You mentioned Julia Lester, um, Tony Award nominee. Um, we also have Joshua Bassett has continued to blow up. My friend Angel went to his concert. I almost went, but I had plans that day. Um, and he, like... I thought it was going to be like a small little venue. No, it was like when I saw the TikToks of it and he was singing, don't go breaking my heart. Um, he like, he should put out a mixtape of like covers. I think that was- Yeah, no, he's, he's very, a very talented singer. Always has been. The mentals 
it seems like someone who maybe I wouldn't want to be friends with in real life, but definitely cannot deny the talent of Joshua Bassett. Speaking of someone who I would absolutely love for this person to put out a full cover album, Andrew Barth Feldman, the French kid from season two, co-lead of No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. Definitely, yeah, we're definitely not getting him now. He's in Jennifer Lawrence rom-coms. I mean, we're, I, we're not getting Andrew I'm Barth so Feldman I'm so happy for back. this kid. Like, I, he should have been Evan Hansen in the movie version, but he's not a Nepo baby as far as I know compared to mm. uh, Ben Platt. Um, but have you seen No Hard Feelings or no? I have not yet. I've heard it's actually pretty good. Did, did you see it? You, I saw you gave it, it a well, four had, star on Letterboxd, didn't you? I did. It's, yeah, I saw that. I had fun. And the, his cover of Maneater is really good in that. Like, I awesome. think he should. Um, nice. I didn't realize he performed it. streaming, that's fine. Like, uh-huh. you're, you're, uh, unless you are an AMC A-list stubs girly, I feel like most movies you can wait until they're streaming. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we got to talk about our girl vampire i'm sure you've listened right yeah vampire great i think it is a solid uh b of a track i think it was really good and it makes you because you, you never release your best song as the single for your album anyway so that's it's very comforting to seeing like this is a good song it's not an incredible song like they didn't blow everything they had up front i think they're probably holding some back in the holster i think we're gonna get an awesome sophomore album from miss rodrigo yeah also i'm just gonna say I love Olivia Rodrigo. I did not like the album artwork for Sour. I love the album artwork for Guts. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't have too many qualms with either of them. I think they're fairly similar uh, aesthetics. Guts definitely a little more. I mean, it, it looks fairly similar I, I to me, like but the, like, Sour's, <laughs> yeah. It's like Sour was the, the teenage version of Guts being the, the young adult version of the same mm-hmm. aesthetic, so. And I, what is your favorite Olivia Rodrigo song? Not from the HSMPMTS. That, no, that the is, Rose song. That is such a, it is the Rose song, actually. Um, no, I would have to go with, see, I, my, my thing is like the, the most popular ones are not my exact style. Um, I mean, my, my, mine would probably be Favorite Crime or One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. Like I love the slower, love yeah. uh, more melodious songs. I love the entire album. Like it's one that I will listen to front to back. Like there, there are very few albums that I actually like download on Spotify. And when I hop on a plane and obviously have no Wi-Fi, I need something that's already been downloaded. And that one never lets me down. Like I always, I'll hop on the plane and I'll listen. It's only, I'm looking now, it's a 35 minute album. But hey, it is a beautiful 35 minutes. I love every second of it. Go good for you is probably the one I've listened to the most. I think that's my favorite, but it's also very different than the rest of the album. The mm-hmm. rest of her album is much more softer, and good for you is like I'm raging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's no, like good a, for you, good for song. you. Like it, yeah. It gives me the nostalgia of like early two thousands pop punk, and there's no reason a song from twenty twenty one should make me feel the same nostalgia that those songs do. But it does because it's it is a very good song. I love good for you. Um. Uh, I am not going to the Taylor Swift concert, but I am going to the Jonas Brothers concert, which I wanted to ask you, have you listened to their album? Um, yeah, the album if, from the Jonas Brothers, if I'm being honest, it quite disappointed me this go around. I, I just thought it was, it was definitely a little just, you know, casual, uh, yacht rock, kind of just, uh, fishing to be the song of the summer and i don't think any of the songs were the song of the summer or memorable in the slightest but i think they were going for you know just songs of that nature to be 
um, you know, played on that's someone's boat take. off the coast of Malibu. That's a valid take. Maybe it's the LA boy in me, but I loved it. It did take me a few listens um, to like really get into it, but Vacation Eyes definitely will be like potentially top 10 song of the year. Um, yeah. I'll have to give it another listen through. I listened to it, listened through it once with Chandler uh, the day it came out. And she, biggest Jonas Brothers fan in the world, she's also going to a Jonas Brothers concert in a month. Um, we were both, we were both like, yeah, I think they think they kind of missed with this one. I felt like it was just a little lazy. Yeah, it's not their best work, but it's it was also certainly not happiness begins. That's for sure. Um, but I'm excited. Speaking of the Jonas Brothers, do you have a random Disney Channel cameo that we'll see that isn't announced, that isn't from the HSM universe? Like It seems like they're already too chock full. I can't even think of, because um, we're, we're not getting Dewey Wood back, so that would be kind of in the vein that you're speaking of. Um, as far as people that would be from that era, I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone, because all the shows of that era... I mean, all those stars blew up. That era yeah. is your Wizards of Waverly Place, Selena Gomez, uh, Demi Lovato of that era, Miley Cyrus. Like, they're, they're not getting any of those people that have no attachment to the show for sure. Um, really, so Emily Osment is on Young Sheldon, by the way. I did not know this. Yeah, I believe she... I, I don't watch Young Sheldon, but I am a little familiar with the lore. I believe she is married to Sheldon's older brother. Well, so my... I want to say friend... he, she was his teacher as well, maybe? she is also his like his, Sheldon's brother impregnates her but like there is an age gap or something so yeah I don't know yeah I think I think there's a very big age gap between Sheldon's brother and her but they are like, together but yeah apparently she someone was like oh I saw her I was like what Lola is here you mean I'm mm -hmm. sorry Lily um what is what is Jason Dolly up to he could show that, up. Is, yeah, that is a great question Jason Dolly would be a good get. I think the dad from Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, that's a that's a realistic get. I mean, have you have you been listening to any of these reboot podcasts like the Wizards Pod? I see I see clips on like TikTok and stuff. I've listened to some of them. Listen, like I no disrespect to Podco, but their ads frustrate me because um, I was listening to the Ned's the Classified one, and like the guy who plays Ned, Devin Werkheiser, he was mm. in the production of Rust, the Alec Baldwin thing. Oh, yeah. um, and he started talking about like this really serious story and then we get this ad for better help and i'm like they like don't splice their ads in in good places so uh -huh. it, that's like the one thing that bothers me about that network but like it's fun but the dad is on that i feel like we could probably get jennifer stone too like both of them show up do a little mm -hmm. podcast promotion um shia labeouf he's not busy right no, i'm kidding <laughs> no yeah I, don't, I think they could get shia labeouf for this sort of project no um, yeah christy carlson yeah. Well, i think christy carlson romano her podcast probably talks a little too much shit on disney yeah um from the clips i see on that so i think the most realistic get i would say david deloise from wizards of waverly place i feel like yeah. that would be that would be a, a similar vein to uh jason earl i have another one the mom from sweet life of zach and cody yeah oh flaming hot i don't know if you've seen that that's i've not yet uh arwin is in it he's one of the oh, he's yeah. like an antagonistic force in the gotcha. interesting um, good for him he could probably be in this too um who else uh roxy from hannah montana yeah so um do you have anything else that you want to say about the upcoming season we i don't i did not think we were going to hit 31 minutes of this but we did it no. sam no, I really don't have anything else to say. I'm already prepared to be disappointed at a criminal lack of Larry Saperstein in the show. Um, Will they even I'm acknowledge curious. his final moment from last season coming out as bi or no? 
Yeah, I, I think they will acknowledge it because it's it's fundamental to um, Ashlyn's character development as well. So I think it has to be acknowledged. Surely he will still be attending the same schools. So I really don't know how they plan on writing him out. Um, obviously, I don't think they will completely do that, but I, I would love an explanation for the criminal lack of usage from him. Um, interested to see the explanation for why emmy goes to east high now why she yeah. was like oh, how, how and why are Jen why was she also? at this camp because we forget the camp is in california so it makes sense that you know jet and maddox didn't transfer to east high i think that would have been an easy thing to do i do think it would have made absolutely no sense like coincidentally that emmy and also these other two people from the camp they all decided to transfer to a school in salt lake city like it's not that easy to just move um, so I can see them. They're going to shoot too hard for to... in the, the production. Being yeah. Anger. I feel like that's probably going to be the whole So thing. we'll see how that all goes. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give them some runway, let them cook and see, you know, how they explain this all away and, and With you know, how much of each character we get. No disrespect to the cast. Is there anyone that you feel like this is it for them? Uh, Matt Cornett. <laughs> I mean, that's probably yeah probably probably not but i mean he has enough instagram followers now but i just like i i don't know what has he been cast in anything else besides this um has he respectfully like you know i'm a big larry cyperstein guy mm -hmm. has he been cast in anything else either well see the thing is like larry he i mean he like he does he dances and oh, yeah, stuff he opened up a so i feel like or something, yeah right? so i feel like you know larry works like larry gets work for the talents he has um yeah matt cornett's been hopping around like he's in zombies three um he got a couple episodes in the goldbergs around the same time the high school musical musical series started so yeah since since high school musical has started he really has done nothing other than also doing zombies three so i feel oh. like maybe he's probably just uh making some money having i mean he has over five hundred thousand followers on instagram you could probably oh, make King. a living on that and that's fine I mean, have fun. You can make a little money off that. Hang out with all your fun friends and do a lot of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has a line in the trailer. Like the only thing they show him in the trailer is him, I assume, talking to Ricky saying like, depressingly saying like, there is no experience like high school. Like essentially saying, these are your golden years. And I know that is very true for EJ's character. Is that but true it feels for you, Sam? Uh, no, not for me. I, I'm one of the few people, everyone, you know, every, you either have a polarizing take that, you know, everyone from your hometown, the high school was the best four years of their life. And then they go back to their hometown and they never leave. And they just keep, you know, talking about it on Facebook for the next 13 years because they're still posting on Facebook about high school. And then there's also the other people, which I would skew more towards where they, you know, absolutely hated high school, wanted to get out of there, never wanted have anything to do associated with high school again and that's also fine i i'm one of the rare few people that was middle of the road on you're like neutral I, yeah i yeah, feel like I, that i relate to that as well yeah i i enjoyed my time in high school it was perfectly fine um but i definitely went on to do better things post high school and i don't know that matt Cornett is going to go on and do better things post high school musical musical series valid yeah um we for, also forgot to mention Mr. Mazar is back, supposedly. He is in the poster. Once yeah. again, he's in the poster. And he was great in the menu. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Very, uh... 
I saw that. Very I was terrible like, personality. He played it well. No, his car- yeah. his his acting was great. Um, so the plans for the Brazilian Dragon podcast coverage, and this might not always entail both of us, but I will show up at least. I know Sam is a busy bee. Um, also, I don't know if he wants to rewatch all 30 episodes of High School Musical the Musical series, especially season three. Uh, but uh, I am intending to do a season one recap, a season two recap, and a season three recap, just like go over some of the big storylines. Uh, will I be watching this at a faster pace? Probably. Um, and then the goal is that by August 12th, I will have some sort of season four first thoughts podcast, maybe with Sam, if he gave up, maybe by myself. Um, and then just like hop around, do some round table. But then I would love to get Sam back for like some retrospective shenanigans. Like I want to do another song bracket. It's been a couple of years since I've done one and I would love to get Sam on that. Um, and maybe we could even get some people who have never seen the show before on that. That would be fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the goal. Obviously goals are not set in stone, but that is the uh, goal. Um, and Sam, you're welcome to join any or none of the podcasts that interests you um but you always have an open invite on the brazilian dragon podcast anytime love to hear um it. with that said now that we've uh talked a little bit more about the schedule what do you have going on where can the people keep up with you and what do you have for your pop culture plug um you can still follow me on twitter and tiktok for now at not that sam davis um Since i don't we post chatted, much you went twitter. viral right um, yeah, I guess that too. was afterwards. I did have one viral TikTok. I didn't even think it was that funny. Um, but people, I guess, liked it. And they got uh, a little over 10 million views. And it still gets likes on occasion and whatnot. So, yeah. And, and after that, you know, it just takes the one video to get you addicted to the, uh, the serotonin that those likes get you. So then you just keep trying to chase that high. So I that is it. the unfortunate circle of hell that I've currently been in um but no you can follow me on there at not that sam davis other than that i mean my pop culture plugs i already gave both of them out i would recommend the speak now uh taylor's version that just came out we don't if you don't want to stand you know a a white capitalist queen you certainly don't have to but the the music you know it is it is good taylor's music at least you know she's she's putting out good songs and um she definitely you, as you grow and mature and your brain fully forms, you realize that all the hate that she got, you know, in the early and mid 2010s, um, definitely unwarranted, a very good uh, singer and a very good artist and performer. And then also we got to shout out our girl, Olivia Rodrigo. We're just, uh, what, a month away from getting Guts, I believe. Um, so yeah, Guts is just right around the corner. Olivia Rodrigo's sophomore album. And that is what I'm most excited for pop culturally in the coming months. We love to see that. Um, Sam's like, forget Barbenheimer. I'm here for guts. And yeah, I, no, I, I, I have no, I don't think I'll see either Barbie or Oppenheimer, if I'm being honest. Ever or just in theaters? Uh, probably both. Okay. If I'm cool. being quite honest. Not, not typically a big movie guy. Um, yeah, so you're we'll see if I get guy. around to either of those. Big TV guy. Not big on the movies. Um, in terms of my plugs, at with the fleep on all social media, primarily Instagram these days. Um, that's also where I usually advertise any stand-up comedy stuff that I'm doing, but I need to get back on that um, because I need to go out and start auditioning again and trying to get booked. But I was going on vacation, so I took a back seat. Um, otherwise, the Brazilian Dragon podcast, we've been doing a little, uh, it's been a little slower on the feed itself, but we have a project coming in the works uh, that should start releasing soon. It's called Media Made Me, and it's an interview series talking about uh, how media 
shapes someone's individuality, personality, like the shows that they watch, how their character is shaped by the media that they consume. And it's been a fun series so far. A lot of fun interviews um, from different people in the industry or content creators, um, podcast friends, etc. cetera. Um, in terms of my podcast, uh, Pop Culture Plug, uh, what do I want to talk about? What has been on my mind since I last did a podcast that I haven't plugged yet? I don't know. No, I don't know. You talked about Flaming Hot earlier. If people I did watch that. that. It seems like Flaming Hot. Oh, Elemental. I did love oh, Elemental, yeah. the new Pixar movie. Um, I thought it got uh, kind of shafted in terms of the, the promotional stuff. It promoted it as this like yeah. basic love story when it's a lot more than that. And it's visually very fun. Also, Across the Spider-Verse, if you have not seen it. Highly recommend. Oh, um, yeah, no, across across the Spider Verse, I think is has supplanted into the Spider Verse as best animated film of the last yeah ten years. So you did make time for that movie. One hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Make make uh, movie for the good ones. Oppenheimer, yeah. get out of here. Oh, I'm. I feel like that movie is going to be so overrated. Watch. Um, but anyways, with that said, uh, everybody. Uh, oh, also, this is something stupid that I love uh i realized recently that your brother has the same name as the janitor from um abbott elementary he has a different middle name but william stanford davis oh i didn't realize that was his last name well yeah i do love that that's your relative right that's your uncle um yeah i'll I'll claim him (laughs) um anyways do we have a hashtag if twitter's still around when i drop this episode um i can't think of uh a hashtag for if we don't have any content on the episode yet so i can't even what about like um, way too meta way too meta there we go how about way too meta all right wildcats keep your head in the game until next time bye <laughs>